Hoffaday and welcome to another episode of A Fistful of Talent. I'm your host, Jonagan Charfris. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I'm excited about this uh, episode because I have with me author Dolores Barcinas Santos. Hoffaday. Hoffaday, thank you for having me. You know, and I, and, um, I think it was last week that you came on News Extra mm-hmm. and... Um, I wasn't able to meet you, but you I could hear you in the studio. So you were in the studio, you were doing your interview with Jason, and I was in the newsroom, and <laughs> all I could hear was, you know, this, this giggling, this infectious giggle. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and someone that was really, ex- you could tell, was really excited um, about their book and the release <laughs> of the book. Um, so I, I was like, you know what? I have to have her on, on oh, the show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and then when I, you know, I saw, I was like, Dolores Santos, why does that name sound familiar? And I started thinking, I was like, okay. And then when I saw the picture of you, I'm like, hold up. Okay, she looks familiar. <laughs> so then I had to go back and, and think back to like, well, how come you look so familiar? And then I remember... Stars Gymnastics. Yes, that was back in the day. <laughs> so you were eight. I was old. about eight years old the last time I was at Stars Gymnastics. Yeah. So I was the um, I was the front desk uh, receptionist, and so you know, um, so many kids would come in, you know, after school, and they would go to their gymnastics classes. And I remember um, your mom dropping you off for mm-hmm. for gymnastics, and it was funny because I. And, I, and for the life of me, I tried over the weekend to try to find photos because I did take photos. Oh, of wow. <laughs> you know, there was because they were they, they we I don't know if it was like the skin tone or what. But they're like, oh, you know, you, I didn't know your sister goes to. Oh, that's too <laughs> funny. Oh, my goodness. And I'm like, no, no, that's not. That's, you know, that's Dolores. <laughs> um, so I'm going to look for those photos. Yes, I would love to see those. But, I know when you mentioned like, oh, my gosh, that's where I know her face <laughs> from. It's from when I was little at the front desk. <laughs> wow. So you were eight. And how old are you now? I'm 23. Wow, that yeah. was a long time ago, Uncle Ken. <laughs> so, I mean, now in fast forward, and you know, you're in, you're, you know, you launched, you recently launched your book, Thirteen Months in Molesso, and and um, the launch was on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, I guess um, before we get into that, I guess why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? I, um, I know you, you graduated from UOG. Yeah, okay. so I graduated from the University of Guam um, December 2017. Um, so I graduated with a bachelor's in special education. So right now I'm an elementary sped teacher down at Ordot Chapman Pago Elementary. So now I'm up central <laughs> from the lesson. But um, I love it. I love um, my job. I love what I do every single day. So teaching is... Teaching is a great outlet to work with kids, and I love it. So, no what I mean was teaching something that you always wanted to do? Yes, um, education was kind of always in my family. So, um, part of the reason why we had the book launch down in Marito at the schoolhouse was because my nana was a teacher. Mm-hmm. So she actually did teach in that schoolhouse. You know, I come from a family of educators. My papa um, taught down at the University of Guam in the agriculture building. So, you know, education was kind of always in my bloodline. And so kindergarten, first day of kindergarten, I came home. I said, Mom, I want to be a teacher so I can write on that chalkboard. And so here I am. <laughs> Even on my graduation cap, I said, now I can finally write on the board on my graduation cap from Yoji. <laughs> So, yeah, teaching has always been kind of a thing for me to do. And I guess at what point 
did the idea for the book uh, come about? So this book actually was just a project. So I was in a reading, elementary readings course with uh, Mrs. Keisha Borja Kichichikabo. And her project was we were supposed to write a children's book and incorporate some aspects of the Chamorro culture in there. And then... Um, turn it in to UOG Press at the end of it and cross your fingers and hope that it gets picked up. So I brought the idea to my cousins, Dan and Marisa, and I said, hey, you guys want to be a part of this? I'm trying to figure out what to do. Let's do the Chamorro Lunar Calendar and match it to January, February, and March. And, oh, let's talk about what we did in Marisa. We'll have, like, an event for a month. And so it just became a really cool, like, cousin project. And we got together all these pictures and ideas, and it was it was a really fun thing to do. And so I think it was a couple of months after I turned it into UOG Press, they emailed me saying, we're really interested in working on this book with you. Can you come down and meet with us? So it was just really quick and I didn't think it would ever get picked up as a book. I was like, oh, what? are you serious? Like, okay, I guess I can come in. And then sure enough, two years later, I actually have a book with my name on it. So it's pretty cool. And then going through the book to the illustrations mm-hmm. are, you know, are beautiful. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about who, I guess, you... Yeah. So, um, you know, part of the whole Taiguni books is that you go through different illustrator packets so you get to choose your illustrator so I was able to see and meet Jessica and we talked through the book I provided her you know with our family photos so a lot of the pictures that she illustrated were based off of the family photos that I gave her and she just did an amazing job and um, you know all of the fish and the agriculture part that was all from her imagination so she kind of took the text and what we talked about our ideas along with with um, Lola's ideas and she just made it into this whole beautiful um, work of art in the book and it's so it's really cool to see it in a book now so it's really cool so I was gonna say uh, you know upon you know getting the 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 email that your book mm-hmm. had been selected and then the process of getting it put together and then finally having that that mm-hmm. physical copy in your hand I guess what was the, I'm sure the reaction and, and the feeling must have been right I mean like every project there was like ups and downs there was like lulls in the process I'm like okay I don't know if this is really going to happen I didn't tell anybody except for like my close family that oh it got picked up we're gonna see where it goes and you know along the way I'm like okay I don't want to tell anybody because it doesn't look like it's going to happen. It's just taking so long and I don't know. And so to have it at the end and things were moving and then we met Jessica and things were moving. Eight months later, she had the whole book illustrated. I'm like, oh my God, okay, now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> like, this is for real. So I, um, to have the book um, in my hand just last week, last Monday, I got the book for the first time. Um, that was an amazing feeling. I just... I still don't believe I have a book with my name on it and that I'm illustrated in a children's book, but um, it's an amazing feeling to have a book that talks about my family and the adventures that we had. To be able to share that with other people is really surreal, so I'm really grateful for it, for sure. So, I, you know, I, I know that the launch was Saturday mm-hmm. at Melissa, like you were yes. mentioning. Um, and I was looking at the, you know, of course, on Instagram and social media, and I was seeing like the turnout, I, like on on different, yeah, on different uh, <laughs> friends on Instagram, like the videos or the pictures that they were post- posting up. Oh, and, awesome! And um, it was a really great turnout. I guess how did your family, I guess, see, you know, seeing the book f- for some of them, seeing it for the first time, and you know, going through the pages. Mm-hmm. I guess what was their response? Um, you know, they were. They were just kind of taken back, like, wow, okay, now we're in a book. Now she's really talked, she was serious about this whole project. So um, 
I just had so many, you know, compliments on, wow, congratulations, we're so proud of you. Thank you for sharing that part of Melissa with everybody, you know. Um, you don't really hear too many things about Melissa other than the peer and principal. So to hear about kids growing up down there and then family and um they were. I had a lot of people expressing their gratitude for it and um, their pride in having a book about Melissa now, and um, it was just an amazing feeling for um, our village, my family, to to kind of you know have something to hold on to and to see out on the shelf and on Amazon about what we do down there and what we grew up doing, and also to see their face kind of illustrated <laughs> in a book too is a kind of a cool feeling. But um, it was truly a blessing. I was overwhelmed from just all the positive um, feedback from all my family and friends who aren't even from Marito too, who also came down and complimented on everything. That was that was an amazing feeling for me. <laughs> and you know, and, and then keeping it like you were saying, you you kind of kept it, um, you know, under wraps, only yes. telling your close family. And then as the press release was issued about the release and mm-hmm. the launch, and then you're starting to do like you know the the press and the in going. To like mm-hmm. media and talking about it and then you start seeing people um like you know the, the hype and everything right. <laughs> and, um and was it for you like overwhelming it was a lot of it was why didn't you tell us that you were writing a book I'm like I didn't even know I wrote a book so I'm just like oh my gosh I'm so sorry it's not like I was trying to keep it a secret or anything I'm just like you know karma you don't want yes. to say things and then it doesn't happen but I was I wasn't overwhelmed by people coming up to me. I was overwhelmed by the positivity and the encouragement and just um, the pride from people saying, you know, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for, you know, um, giving us a resource like this. And we're so proud of you for this and all of that. That was what I was overwhelmed with, was just all the blessings from other people about it. And I'm still overwhelmed. I'm still getting feedback from people from off-island as well. And, um, you know, I just... They say thank you to me, but really thank you to everybody else because this really wouldn't be possible without everybody else. So I'm really humbled. I know something that was really special for you was that your uh, professor that assigned you yes. this project <laughs> was on island because I know she's yes. based in Hawaii. Yes. And I know she was here on island and mm-hmm. she was able to, I guess, that, I mean, almost like that full circle kind of yes. thing. Yes. Um, so to plan it and for her to actually be home for that, that was like, wow, meant to be for it to be on this day <laughs> right now for you to be home um, because she's um, receiving her doctorate degree out from Hawaii. So she's home for the summer for a bit. And so to have her here and for her to see the final product, because she saw the first draft and, you know, that just had my family pictures in it. And um, so to see it come to this and become the product that it is now, she it was such a blessing to have it there. I'm really grateful for her because if she didn't assign that project, <laughs> then really this would not be a thing right now. <laughs> so really, I'm really grateful to her. And, and how, when she assigned it, I guess how long were you given to work on the project? Okay, that's a couple of years back. Um, I would say at least a few weeks. Um, it was kind of like our final project for that class. Um, so given a few weeks to kind of put it together, write the text. Because you also had to come up with like an activity mm-hmm. for the class to do. It was kind of like a mini lesson plan for the course. So um, you had to come up with the lesson plan, come up with the story, you have to come up with the book itself, and then, oh, extra credit turned into UOG <laughs> Press. So it was kind of like maybe a month long of putting it all together with my cousins and all of that. So it was a good length project, good final project 
to do, for sure. It's something, do you feel that it's something that you'll be able to, to that lesson plan, incorporate into your um your classroom that you're hoping to to I mean this is catered to elementary kids Mm -hmm. but you know I had a ton of um adults come to me say I don't even know any of this information (laughs) like I didn't even know that that's what was in season I didn't know that we were in that lunar phase right now so um it's good for everybody but specifically I really really wanted it to be a resource for elementary kids to use um so yes everybody can have a lesson plan for it you know depends on different teachers for me it's a little bit more tricky because I'm in the special Mm -hmm. education field um but it is definitely something I'm going to use and I'm gonna work on planning something for that but for the general education especially for the tomorrow classes this is a um a great opportunity to kind of incorporate that tomorrow lunar calendar into the classroom and there's a bunch of activities that you can do with this um have the kids come up with things they do during that lunar phase or during that month and um, what they notice about the moon what they notice about what's coming in the ocean or what's growing in their nana's backyard during that time of year so i feel like this can totally be a cool activity for a bunch of different age groups for sure and for for maybe those that that aren't familiar with the lunar calendar, mm-hmm. I guess, um, could, would you be able to to tell us a little bit about um, maybe I guess how that. Um, How it works? Yes. Okay, so people often come to me like, why 13 months in Melissa? Like, there's only 12 months, right, on the Gregorian calendar. Um, but for the lunar calendar, it kind of overlaps in the months. So, for example, to my Guini. So to my Guini overlaps between January and February, and then so on. So there's 13 months. And um, in the back of the book, there's also a glossary and a section that describes all of the months. So it goes from to my Guini, Maimu, Umata, Leflamuhu. So it tells you what's in season, what months it overlaps on because um it doesn't necessarily fall on the same dates of the month but it falls on the month so for example like it won't fall to my guinea wouldn't fall directly on like january 1st every single year it'll fall like in between that week so it overlaps so it's kind of tricky so that's like the, that was the hardest part about writing this book <laughs> was trying to explain that so um we had to collaborate a lot with the farmers co-op the fishermen's co-op um and all those guys on there thank you so much by the way to them um for helping us get that information but yeah so there's 13 months it overlaps with the 12 Gre- Gre- gregorian calendar months that we have so that's the trickiest part, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But that's why we tried our best to tie it into an event so and the month so that kids can kind of make a connection between the 13 months and the 12 months. So hopefully kids can understand that. <laughs> and you were mentioning that it was something that you and your cousins, um, I guess, how did how was it, uh, I guess taught to you or how how was it instilled in you in, in when you guys were growing up the tomorrow lunar calendar yes. so unfortunately it wasn't talked too much about you know just like now people don't normally refer to it mm-hmm. it was only through like the fisherman's co-op who released their lunar calendar you know every single year that you know my cousins and I kind of picked it up and were like wow this is so awesome we love seeing the night sky we love watching the moon we always make observations about oh it's a full moon we're gonna feel like this you know mm-hmm. um, but it did have a lot to do with the January, February, March, the Gregorian calendar and the events that we did in those months. So, of course, like April, May is mango season. So we're out there raking <laughs> the leaves and the mangoes, getting the mango, all of that. And then, you know, March is... Um, 
the Penglao Festival. So we're down there at the pier at the Penglao Festival. And then when it starts getting rainy season, we're out there cleaning up all the leaves. And then the girls are weaving. So right now, my cousin Leah is weaving a bunch of things with the leaves that have, <laughs> you know, been falling off the trees. So it was really cool how it all kind of pieced together. And it wasn't until we started putting it together that we realized that, wow, because of the lunar phases, because of what was in season, that's why we were able to do all of those things during that time of year. And so that was a really eye-opening um discovery that I made for myself like wow okay that's why we have that nowadays or that's why the lemon tree is up there like dropping all these fruits all over the yard so that was a really cool discovery to make for sure on my end would you be able to I guess read us yeah Um, here we can kind of do like what the book is about, really. So our Chamorro ancestors marked time using the phases of the moon and the important seasons in their lives. Months were named to describe seasonal weather and the best times to fish, plant, and harvest food. Just like our ancestors, the Barcenas girls, Ha'ani, Rita, Leah, Loli, and Arissa marked time using the seasons of their beautiful song song, Malesu. So that kind of gives you a snippet of what the book is about. <laughs> and where can, I guess, people find if they want to purchase? Um, I know there's a couple of outlets um, here on island, but I mean, where can they purchase the book? So it is available today. I just got news of that today at all the local bookstores here on Guam. So it'll be at Bestseller, um, the Triton Bookstore down at UOG, Faith Bookstore will have some copies as well, um, the Guam Museum, Bonita Baby, and Two Lovers Point Gift Shop. Um, and then for everybody who has family friends who may be interested in it, they will. Or it is available on Amazon, so it does not ship to Guam. Everybody's like, "Why does it not ship to Guam? We don't want to go to the store." So we're trying to, you know, get you to go and support those local bookstores for sure. Um, and then for those of them in off island who want that. Um, to the opportunity to read it, we ship it out to you within three days from Amazon, and it's UOG Press, <laughs> and it's a, and it's a it's beautiful. It's, it would make a beautiful gift for those that are kind of maybe homesick, yeah. Um, and you know, and and like you said, there are a lot of people that maybe aren't aware of the lunar calendar, right? And um, it kind of, and then when you start to, like you said, when you start to put together, like, hey, they have right. this festival during yeah. this month. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so it's a really great connection between the dots. You know, um, a lot of kids don't really grow up this way anymore mm-hmm. because of the technology that we have, you know, and I'm one. I'm always on my phone nowadays. <laughs> I'm always inside. But to have a story now talking about a group of girls going outside and doing all these things, you know, and it really, I really hope it encourages young ones too to get outside and go find a coconut tree and go find the mango tree and the lemon tree and go pick some flowers or something jump off the pier even if it's not in Melissa just go outside you know and and um find your adventure yeah Yeah, you know if it, it wasn't for my parents or our parents who just said okay go we're not a papa's house just go all of you so we were like three, four, five, six, seven. So we're a few years apart. So we were like from three to eight years old. And they said, go. We don't want to babysit you. Just go find your own adventure. So we were outside all the time by ourselves, just making trouble out in the yard. So um, 
it was a really cool way to grow up, and I'm really hoping that this kind of inspires the little kids to go outside and find their little adventures with the coconut trees and the mango trees and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, because that's one of the reasons. This is one of the reasons why I decided to have this podcast. It was an opportunity, it was an outlet to to have people like yourself, you know. Um, uh, share their story, share their journey, yeah, and hopes that it will inspire other people that you know m- maybe want to be an author, maybe yeah, have definitely. a story or like one of those memories that mm-hmm. they've had growing up that they want to share, yes, but just don't really have that outlet to do it, right? And um, it was like I said, it, if it wasn't for that class, if it wasn't for UOG having being that outlet, this wouldn't be a thing, you know. I I posted yesterday on my Instagram, if you were to ask me when I was that little girl playing outside in the yard if I was going to write a children's book, I would have said, yeah, right, yeah. Like, I would never be an author. I don't even know how to be an author. You're kidding. Um, so to be able to write something for the fun of it and have fun with it and learn through it and collaborate with my family and have it be a family project, um, there's a lot of ways for kids to write and there's a lot of ways for kids to get their ideas out there and to be a published author. If you can do it here on Guam, you can do it anywhere. You know, so um, I really, really hope this book inspires the little ones to find their adventure, write about it, you know, experience it, get off that iPad and the phone and the Xbox and go outside so that you can, you know, experience what beautiful island we have, you know. So I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> and a big shout out to Taguini Books and yes, Yoji huge. Press. I know um, Victoria is is always on it to to send us you know press releases. Oh, we have a you know a book launch. Mm-hmm. We have a book coming out, and and we know we always um, I always make sure to get those uh, authors or, or that information out on whether it yes. be news extra or, awesome. or the news because um, you know these are. You know, it's just like supporting local, yes, support our local definitely. Uh, authors and, and talent. Yes, huge shout out to um, Lola. This, um, she put so much hard work and her own personal time into this book, um, just trying to collaborate with the Farmers Club, Fisherman's Club, with myself, with my cousins. She just put in her whole heart into this project and really allowed it to become what it is today. Um, if you were to see the first copy of the book, it was so raw, like it was not <laughs> anything like this informational I just said this is the moon phase this is the month this is what we did I didn't put anything about the seasons and the crops and what to harvest and what you know so she really really just put her whole heart and effort into this so huge thank you to her she was really a blessing in this and this really would not be on the table right here in front of us (laughs) without her so thank you so much to Lola and to Tagini Books and UOG Press definitely now now that you have this book out I mean is there you know in in your mind is there like thoughts for a potential (laughs) you know I got that um, (laughs) question so many times on Saturday I'm like okay what else can we talk about in Melissa my brother is like seriously you're not gonna put me in this book you write a book about all the girls and I'm your only brother and I'm not even in the book so he's like can you write an adventures of you and me like oh my god so you know cross your fingers I have another Melissa book coming out soon about boys because I know the boys out there will be like wow really this is an all girl book (laughs) Yeah, girls are bad like that. We can get down and dirty in the outside, too. (laughs) So, yeah, next book, something about Melissa for sure. I'm going to try and do something new. (laughs) And is there any shout-outs? I know that you've been thanking, um, you know, your your family and Mm -hmm. um, the UOG Press and everything. But, I mean, like you mentioned, there is a lot of... um, 
I guess the community. It, this yeah. is a, a community involved book in terms of from like the fisherman co-op and everything. Yeah. Do you have any I guess, shout outs that you wanted to, to get out to make sure you get out? Um, definitely again, shout out to UG Press, Aguini Books, um, Lola. Jessica Perez Jackson, who was the illustrator for this, for sure. Um, Leslie, who also shot the picture of us in the back cover, the five of us. She's an amazing photographer. Thank you so much, Leslie. Um, Fisherman's Co-op, Farmer's Co-op. Um, I think most importantly, I didn't mention them yet, um, but to my nana and my papa, who's no longer here with us, if it wasn't for their yard and for their house and for <laughs> the way they raised my parents, our parents, and us, we really would not be the girls we are today and love the things that we do today um so just this was for them so my biggest gratitude is to them for sure I really miss my papa so this was a huge deal for us to have and then to have it down on Saturday and and molested too was just a very humbling feeling so thank you so much Nan and Papa who guides the house (laughs) (laughs) and on that note make sure you go to any of the local uh, bookstores yes please support your local bookstores yes and pick up a copy it's you know you won't regret it and and it makes a perfect gift oh thank you so much and um you know, if and I'm seeing it in front of me, and I've seen like the like I said, I've been all over on it's all over Instagram, and so um, but that's a good thing. I'm so that sorry. I'm gonna say I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> that's a good thing. That means that it's, it's it, the word is out about the yeah. book, and um, if and yeah, please check it out. And thank you so much, Dolores, for coming in. Thank and you I, so much for asking me to come <laughs> in. <laughs> you know, uh, what, I'm trying to do the math. I'm like horrible in math. That's why I'm a reporter. But they, you know when you were eight years old and then you know and now you're 23 um like that's a lot you know and then to finally meet you again right. and to see you know to see this and and you're still that that bubbly oh. like you know <laughs> a sweetheart you. That, that I remember when you were eight years old and, <laughs> thank you um, but but thank you for coming in and sharing your story and I hope like you said it inspires adventure with with uh you know with the little with the little yes. ones and, and really like you really said technology so. has taken over a lot of you know things instead of playing outside you know they tend to stay indoors and and um there's so much adventure you know to be uh yes taken part of people always say there's not much to do in guam there's a lot to do on guam (laughs) and so we really found those adventures down in molesto so please go outside and just experience you know what beautiful island we have we're truly blessed here Thank you, Dolores. And thank you for listening. And don't forget, you can um, listen to this podcast and all the other podcasts on soundcloud.com slash KUAM News and also on Spotify. And make sure you subscribe so you can get alerts anytime a new podcast is posted. Until then, adios.